Welcome back to another Camp Clip series. In this episode, we're talking about our positioning at lead, going back and forth from our different rule sets, whether that's NFHS, NCAA, uh, pro rules, as well as having some post-game feedback from Paul as he was working at JC2 Officials, hosted by JB Caldwell. Thank you for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. Am I too wide at lead? Um, I know Ray came, came and said something, especially on that play. I think a, lo- a lot of a lot of refs I am seeing the, today are too wide in lead. Like we got we're getting taught at, at Joe Forte's Conference Carolinas camp to get wide. It's because they were talking about like how the games changed, everything's jump shots, outside shots now. Mm-hmm. That the ball's swinging, the ball's moving a lot, so we need to be a little wider. So that's why that's kind of my mentality and why I'm sure. trying to be wider. I think. But, yeah, you know, I like to obviously mirror the ball on the strong side, right? And we're right in line with the ball, sometimes a step wider. But as the ball is moving closer to the basket line, I think we should continue to mirror and close down. And then when it goes opposite line, you've got to close down to the B position. Another example of maybe being too wide is, let's say you're refereeing a jump shot. You're at good coverage here. Ball, ball goes up, rebound comes off opposite block. We can't ref that opposite block play right here. The guy's pump faking, trying to go up. You got to close down and readjust. You know? Pinch down on those type of plays. Pinch down to be more connected to the to the contact. Right, because I think that's exactly what, when Ray told me that right here, I think that's exactly yeah, what Yeah, yeah, I think that I know that play you're talking yeah. about. So when it's, remember, the, when it's opposite basket line, most of the time we should be in the B position. And remember when you rotate, we go A to B, and then you wait at the B for a second. Some refs I see, they just go A to C, and they right. totally, and that's what causes a quick rotation, over-rotating, and it messes, you know, when we rotate too quickly, it always, it, it could potentially mess up our trail and center, because they may not pick it up. Yeah. You see that a lot, and you know? I, That happened in our game. I mean, oh, it, on that, on, It happened once or twice. Um, we just had, we had two leads for a second. Yeah. Um, so, I think I was a little, I think on a couple of them, I went A to C. Mm-hmm. I don't think I went A to B. Pause, go. Yeah. So I think I put the crew in a bad position a couple times on my rotation. How long have you been reffing now? Uh, this, is my, this is my second high school season. This is my second full summer. Uh, really good, man. Really, good. really, really good. You working a lot of games in, Georgia, in this area? Georgia? Yeah, I do a, lot a lot of men's league. league. Good. Pro am stuff. Okay. Um, you know what the AEBO? No. Um, it's like a. Atlanta Pro am? Yeah. Cool. Uh, a lot of NBA. You're going to get a lot of good reps in there, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of NBA guys come out and work it, too. Because they live, the ones that live nearby. And then I just do men's league stuff. We, we implement pro mechanics and pro rules. Yeah, so. that's a good time for you to, to work on that pro stuff. You're in a good spot with your age and your talent. And work work on that in those type of games. I'm not saying work on it during an NCAA contest. But it's hard, man. It has to be like a lifetime of you grinding at it in order to get to the NBA, you know? So right. if that's what you want, then work on it in those in these rec games. or. Yeah. AAU or men's league for sure. And that's something I've struggled with is like being here and like I'll go from working men's league for a month straight to working a, a high school rules or college rules and it's like I got to switch that it's on hard. But the good ones can do it. The great that's ones true. can do it. Because they all have to do it. Right. Because no one goes right to the NBA. Right. You have right. to know high school. You're probably going to work college. Yeah. You got to know all those rule books. So it, it's tough but I would be picking everybody's brain about that specific topic.
like you know every any NBA ref or G League ref, you know what? How do you switch back to college to pro mode? Any tips you have for me? Because it's a muscle memory thing, you know. That's one thing. That's one reason why I didn't want to learn the pro system is because I was just too locked in to NCAA men's rules and mechanics, and I didn't want to alter that. You know, I didn't want to get screwed up. Be in a college game and then do something pro-wise, you know that that I chose to not do that. But yeah. sky's the limit for you. Keep keep working hard, stay patient, enjoy the process. So that's something, I, like I said yesterday, something I've learned and, and really started to like take to heart. It's, it's a process. Oh, every sure. day, every day is a process. I mean, just think if you don't make it where you want to go in 10 years, you're gonna be 34. Right. It's a baby. Right. You're a baby. Yeah. I started reffing when I was 32, 31. Yeah. You know. So, got a lot of time. Just, just maximize it. Soak everything up, man. Absolutely. It was awesome. Yeah. This episode of the Crown Refs podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save fifteen percent on all United Attire products, enter Crown fifteen at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode. And do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. Very solid. Just keep it up, man. Shows a good presence. I want to go back to the charge play you had. I was asking John about it. Did we get messed up on the rotation? Oh, was I not uh, remember the one I, I spoke to you about? No, I think he just he just held up because I came over and he was kind of low C and he, he went okay. down and I think he just held his position to make sure he had the A. Gotcha. So you 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 stayed closed down yeah, to rep that play. Thunder, yeah. Okay. I wanted to get to get my eyes on him first. No, here's the play. You had the whistle from C, but it was right in front of you, and I thought there was su- it was such an obvious foul pushing the back, it's almost like a double grab. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, but it's fighting for. I, I saw it. it. didn't get it. Is it in her PCA? I don't know. It's kind of a dual, a gray area. I mean, you're right here. The... It's right here. So I, I thought there was, it wasn't like there was backside contact where she's going to have an open look on that. I thought it was open too. So I would just like you to have a whistle there. Okay. No, I think you did great. Someone had to have a whistle. So I like that you didn't have one. I just thought it was going to come from the lead though. Okay. Here's a good partnering tip that most officials probably don't think about. 225 rebounding foul. Oh, you gotta pass the ball to your partners. My bad, I just let it drop right now. No, I know. And then the first half, you ball came to you, slapped it away. Oh just looks, God. just looks so much better when we pass it to our teammates, right? Give them a good pass. That's why you don't have to go. Oh, maybe you have a sore back, you know. It's just good partnering, little little things. Probably not something a lot of us think about, but you'll see it on film when you slap the ball away, but pass it to my teammate. Um, Pedro, your travel signal looks a lot sharper. Cleaning up that looks good. Your hit looks good too. You, you had about 47 hits today. I tried to diversify it at one point. I was like, I'm calling too many hits, so I went hold or Switch arms. Ah. You're doing the same arm every time. It's All just right. like, again, a little variation that we can do to just change things up a little bit. Um, John, you had a foul over here where we put it on the side. Guy went behind the back. Maybe he got. Maybe it was a hand check. Did you do you remember that contact? You think you could have passed on that? It was on this side. Yeah, you, you foul side out. Guy went behind his back and just looked looked incidental to me. But I just wanted to get your perspective on it. He looked, the ball squirts out and Black gets it, and that's what I called. Okay. That's what did he hit his arm? Yeah, he comes around and it's one of those with reach, and then I had him making contact. He reached around here. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I mean, if it causes a possession consequence, then I like that. You know, talk about what we, back what we talked about, we can't let a violation, or excuse me, we can't let contact cause a violation or a turnover. Possession consequence. Out of bounds. What's the procedure and protocol? Uh, JB talks about procedures. What's the procedure when we ask for help on an out of bounds play? Jude! Pedro! What do we do? Point. Dude, dude, wait! So it's a simple handoff of duties. Partner, help! Boom, boom, wait! Right away. In sync, simultaneous. Whistle, color, direction. Good job using your voice 10 minutes. It looked like there was some trash talking going on at the line. Just describe what was happening or what you said. Oh, they were just talking back and forth. There's nothing demonstrative or anything like that. I was just, you can't guard me, I can't, whatever. And I just said white talk to white, black Good. talk to black. Good. That's all I said. Good. And I like that you started to close down. Maybe just close down a little bit. If you see multiple players trash talking, we can be a teammate there and help them out. Even if you don't say anything, because John's running the conversation, but just to show presence at the line. Hey, we good? We good? Back to basketball, guys. Here we go. 320. You had a three-point foul over there in trail. Did you um, step down and have an open look at the point of contact, or were you trailing and kind of stacked? I was trailing and stacked. I mean, I saw him come up as I was trailing, but I wasn't. I didn't have a good, like, open-open. I just saw as I was coming down, I saw him do that. Would, if you had that play again, what would you have done differently? I would have ran a little harder to get a better okay. in between. Yeah, in between. Instead of trailing, I would have, like, I should have gotten there. Every matchup, we got to be right in between to see the point of contact. And so just that, that little extra burst to step down and really fight to get that angle. Okay. I waited to signal because, I mean, I've done that where it's slot sure. blows and then it's a little quick, so I'll blow. Yeah. Just to make sure, hey, I'm, I'm in my primary. Post-pause process in those moments. Right. Especially from the outside, we don't want to show that prelim. Yeah. We think it could be a double whistle. Any kind of double whistle, we got to survey the court and make sure, just look at your partner. Especially from trail or center, because you don't want to be waving something off as they're scoring it or just have conflicting calls there. Right. Did the, how were the coaches in this game? They looked pretty respectful. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were really good. Environment. I didn't like the ending, I'm being honest. I didn't like, yeah, I didn't I didn't like the ending. I didn't like how Blue Colts was um, talking across to a player. I, I was like, hey, Coach, chill. He was talking like to who? Player. The opposite so, player? Opposite coach, player. Yeah. Okay. I told the coach to chill, and I know you went over there at one point. Did you say chill, Coach? I said, I said Coach, Coach. I put my hand on I said, I didn't say chill. I said, coach, <laughs> I'm not, coach. Just I said, coach, coach. And then I stay with the players. Eventually, I know you went over so there. So just be more specific. Be more specific there. Hey, coach, please don't talk to the other team. Okay. Mm. And just let them know, like, hey, like. You can't talk to the other players. I, Absolutely not. I didn't like the ending. I didn't, I didn't like all that went down. Like, what else about talking, the ending? Coach was talking. Uh, I know we were waiting for the clock, but then players started just leaving. And they were friends, not, apparently. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought <laughs> it, it could have got very dangerous like that. So I was like, man, they're leaving, they're walking away from us. Yes, they're going to the bench, but they're crossing each other. Right. And I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't like how this vibe is feeling. I completely agree. I think we could have had much stronger core presence in that last 30 seconds. Because like you said, everyone's over there. Yeah. And I came in late. When I came over, I should have been there. 30, 45 seconds earlier oh, yeah. to make sure because you were at the table yeah, with doing the clock, whatever, yeah, whatever that was. We, with everyone, like you said, the, the clock was running, there were things going on that shouldn't have been going on. I think we could have stepped up and been stronger court presence just in that situation. Okay. Luckily, I think we got lucky that nothing ended up happening. I agree. Um, but I think we just, we need to manage that situation better. I agree. Okay. I like it. I like the transparency and the self-awareness.
What else from that game? Anything else? Well, don't judge yourself in the moment and think yeah. about all that kind of stuff. Okay. This is something that we discuss after the game, which you are now. Okay. But it, it, it was an atypical situation. You think about it. The clock—they just stopped running the clock. You have to stop, wait for them to reset the clock. Yeah. And it's not an easy clock to manage. Right. So, I mean, it's not going to happen. This is this is AAU yeah. culture. This is a rec, rec culture right here. I blew a foul, and then he stopped the clock, and then he started it again. And I said, what, "Why did you start the clock?" I called a foul, and he was like. He just didn't answer me. He just looked at me, and then, uh, and then you came up. You're like, we gotta put eight seconds on the clock. I was like, we gotta put eight seconds on the clock, because it was only a six, seven point game. Like, I'm not saying yeah. come back, but yeah, we gotta play it out. We still had a game. Like, yeah. Yeah. We had to play it out. Even when they screw up, screw up. Remember, they're on our team. Yeah. Right. And always speak respectful to them, because you know, like they they feel the pressure too, and hey, there's people yelling at them too. But this, right. just give them in that moment. Hey, hey, partner. I'm on your team. Let's let's get this right. Just you know. Reassure them a little bit. Sure. Coach them up. Yeah, they're just kids too. Yeah. Don't make it adversarial. Not that you guys did, but you see a lot of refs. They get upset at the clock people when they mess up. It's just part of the game. They're gonna mess up. Hey, you, you can't. Cause you're working together all day, so you don't want a you don't want a bad relationship. Do you remember the play I called on White 23 on the drive down the lane? I I'm not at you. Thank you. I think. Yeah, you did. Um, that for me is kind of like a gamey, a gamer. They're down under a minute, and there was contact, and that rolls off. Like we, they, they only get so many possessions, so that's why I came in with that. I, no, I, I, was, I think we had to get that one. I was stunned. Okay. I okay. So, I, I could have awesome. done a better job closing in, but I did it. I paused and the contact happened, but right. I didn't want to guess because it was so close to a block. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Appreciate you coming. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah. yeah, I think we did. I think we did all right. <laughs> I'm never gonna say great. <laughs> right, right. I, feel I think we I did a lot better right. being in our primary in the second yeah, half. I agree. I agree. Uh, I agree. You guys did great because you're you're here and you're taking time out of your week with your families to become better basketball officials. So I think that's doing great. This is all a learning process. Don't stress any plays you missed. Don't stress things that you wish went differently. Just be ready for the next possession That's tomorrow right. morning. All right. All right. Next play. Next play. That's it. Don't let it. Don't let the. Don't let this stuff sit with you too long. You're gonna see a million more plays. You're gonna make a thousand and two thousand more mistakes. I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Right. Yeah. Get stuck with little things. You say, Why did I do that? I wanted to make an athletic Two save years. behind the back. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If our podcast has brought you any value in the past, then we would love if you considered joining our mentor program and private community for officials. You can go to patreon.com backslash crownrest to get started today.